You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast and news update. And as always, please remember to subscribe to Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Megaphone, and Spotify. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. John, some sports guy Hickman here on a here and ready to discuss Texans talk on this Wednesday can't wait to dive in because, listen, we have done a lot of criticizing of the trade that O'Brien pulled off last week, and we got caught up in a lot of blaming, but we did not really take the time to sit down and analyze a couple of things, and mainly that's David Johnson and what he could potentially bring to this team. So we wanted to take a step back. We talked to Locked On Cardinals a couple of days ago, had a great conversation with Alex Clancy. But now it's time for us to discuss what David Johnson can do for this backfield. And, you know, more importantly, for the receiving game as well. Now we will have a one-two punch with Duke Johnson. So that's where we're going to head today. Also, we got to let you guys know that even though some of us are maybe stuck in the house, some of us still have to go to work, there's a lot going on in Harris County, in the city of Houston and just like the hurricane, just like any something happens in the city, the Texans are always right there. And during this turmoil, during this, you know, this time of confusion, anger, whatever the case is, they're still helping. They donated that money to the Southern Smoke Foundation. Uh, Houston restaurants and dining rooms are closing due to the health concerns that are being brought upon by coronavirus and so people are not being able to work people are not being able to you know take care of things that they need to take care of the texas did go ahead and donate that fifty thousand dollars and i think above all man that is really what the legacy of the mcnairs uh, is about continuously helping out lending those helping hands in time of need so we've 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 criticized them a lot over the past Two weeks, it seems like. But when the kudos are due, you have to give them to them. And, I, and I'm happy to say that, of all things, this franchise will continue to be charitable. Yes, sir. And that's what I'm most proud of when you start talking about the Texans. It don't matter how big or how small they they always find a way to give back. John, you always talk about this a lot ever since we took over this podcast over a year ago, if I must add. But you talk about how they built that YMCA um, and how much that YMCA meant to not only that community, but you as a as as a child growing up in this in the city of Houston. You always talk about the best, some of your best memories came from that YMCA. And if it wasn't for the McNair family, some of those memories would not have been possible. So, I mean, like you say, we criticize this team a lot, but it doesn't matter if it's the personnel on the field or the personnel that's off the field. 
this team always finds a way to give back to their community. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, your daily podcast and news update. Cody Davis Johnson, sports guy Hickman. Last week, the Houston Texans, of course, acquired David Johnson in the trade that they shipped DeAndre Hopkins off to the Arizona Cardinals. And everyone, no matter if you are a podcaster, if you're a writer, if you are nationally, locally, or you just talking amongst your family and friends inside your house, Everyone criticized this deal. What the hell is Bill O'Brien thinking? What the hell are the Texans doing? This and that. But through all of the criticism, we sort of forget that at the end of the day, the Texans are still getting a... How can I put this without sounding like I'm trying to give him too much credit? But at the end of the day... We sort of forget that the Texans are getting a a solid piece back in return. Is it the same value as a Hopkins? Hell no. But at the end of the day, David Johnson is a guy who can still be a reliable source every single Sunday on the gridiron. When we did our crossover show with Alex on Sunday, he mentioned that before he got his minutes taken away from him due to the production of Keon Drakes, he was by far the second best receiver on that Arizona Cardinals team. So when he said that, it kind of got me thinking. We know basically ever since the days of Aaron Foster, it seems like the Texans value their running backs more than any other position on the football field. When you look at what David Johnson can potentially bring to this team, you have Duke Johnson. Do you think that the combination of Duke Johnson and David Johnson are going to be just as good, if not better, than the combination between Johnson and Carlos Hyde, the one we saw in 2019, because think about it. When Carlos Hyde came to this team, he was basically in the same scenario as David Johnson. You're talking about a guy who a lot of teams gave up on. You're talking about a guy who not too many teams wanted to give another chance. He comes to Houston, basically revised his career. He he finally got up to recording over 1,000 rushing yards. Do you think if we can see that same production from Johnson, a guy, by the way, who it wasn't that long ago, it seemed like he was going to establish himself as one of the best running backs in the league. Unfortunately, injuries derailed that, 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 that plan. But... If we can get that same production from Johnson, if not better, who's to say that this one-two punch between the, I'm going to start calling them the Johnson brothers, this one-two punch between the Johnson brothers is not going to help this team stay just as relevant in 2020? It could possibly. Let's not 
let's not, you know, um, let's not discredit what could the possibility of this tandem be. When David Johnson was healthy in his best year just four years ago, he did rush for over 1,200 yards, caught over 800 receiving yards, four touchdowns, and 16 touchdowns on the ground, four touchdowns through the air. Last year, he had 370 receiving yards along with 345 rushing yards. But we knew, we do know that he only started nine games, only played 13 games, and eventually his spot was taken. He does a very good job of finding the end zone. And now with the lack of receiver, if we look at the current roster because the draft is still around the corner, they can still address a receiver need in the draft because I personally I don't think they're going to sign any more receivers in free agency I think that is how much damage has been done because of this Hopkins trade now what they can do out of the backfield Duke Johnson is one of the best yards per carry runners in the NFL I think his career is around 4.8 to 5 around that yards per carry yeah, granted, he doesn't get that many touches, as I would like to see. He's still young, does not have a lot of wear and tear on him, so maybe his workload will increase. And with the lack of receivers around the team, that is where David and Duke will be able to come in and really cause the most damage. So when we look at what Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson did last year, they were most effective on the ground. We don't expect Carlos Hyde to do a lot of catching out of the backfield. We expect that a little bit more out of Duke Johnson. Now with David Johnson, they both can hit you. And it'll kind of be a little bit of unpredictability out of this backfield, right? You line up, and it really depends on what Tim Kelly, the new full-time Texas head, head coach, offensive coordinator, decides to do with calling plays. If you put these guys in the position to confuse defenses, maybe flag them out, flag Duke Johnson out every now and then, use David Johnson and mix it up with him, right? Then, yeah, you can add some spectacular play ability to this offense, which without Hopkins, we're going to need that because of the history of, well, we went through the history, the injury history of Will Fuller yesterday. So all of these things are going to come into play. One thing that I will say about Johnson is his biggest attribute is his ability to make things happen with the ball in his hand when he's able to catch it. 457 yards his first year receiving, almost 900 the next year. That's 2017 year. That's when he got hurt. But then he comes back in 2018, 446, followed up by last year, 370 yards. Those are perfect numbers for your running back. I just wish we would have had that dynamic receiver to go along with that. But when we see what Duke Johnson and David Johnson can bring, I absolutely believe they can be just as dynamic, if not even more, because they are both two two-headed monsters. They can hit you by running, and they are more effective hitting you in the passing game. And that's what I was getting at. You're talking about two switch army knife running backs that can hit you both on the ground and in the air. And the one year that I am looking at when I'm taking a look at what do Johnson can bring to this team, I'm looking at the 2018 season. I'm not looking at his 
Pro Bowl year in 2016 where he recorded over 1,200 yards. I'm not looking at that season. But I do believe if we can get the Duke Johnson who showed up for the Arizona Cardinals in 2018 where he rushed for 940 yards and also recorded 446 receiving yards. Like, John, even though you can't combine those because he 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 recorded those yardage two different ways, he basically reco- recorded over 1,000 yards just off of the, both of those aspects alone. So in my eyes, I kind of feel like we're getting a better version of Duke Johnson, which no disrespect to Duke Johnson, he was really good for us last season. But I kind of feel like we're getting a better version of what Duke Johnson brought to the team last year. And like you mentioned, I do believe that this is going to be an opportunity where it's going to confuse the defense of the opposite team just due to the fact when you see one of those guys on the field, you don't know if they're going to hit you right up the middle or if they're going to break out and be and sneak into that slot receiver position some kind of way. Like you just don't know. And like you mentioned, I wish we had that dynamic receiver to go along with that but I I, kind of feel like this duo between Duke and David Johnson is going to be slightly better than what we saw between Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson last season and that's no disrespect to Carlos Hyde I mean once again Carlos Hyde was amazing for us last season but I kind of feel like you have a better version of what Duke Johnson brought I do believe the perfect name for Duke and David Johnson is going to be the Johnson brothers. And that's not because their last name Johnson. You ever heard of the Johnson brothers? They are a legendary group. They used to work with Quincy Jones back in the late seventies, early eighties. They worked with Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, um, Lionel Richie. You know, they, they have that song stump. Everybody take it to the top of your car. Now stomp all night. You know that song? No, I haven't caught that one. Oh, my God. Well, go on Netflix. None of us have hardly nothing to do. You always want to talk about TV shows. Another reason why I don't watch TV shows, because if I'm not watching sports, I'm watching documentaries. Go on Netflix. There's a Quincy Jones documentary. It's just called Quincy. Watch that. And right before they get to the era where they talk about Michael Jackson, they're going to talk about his time working with the Johnson brothers. They're going to play Stomp, and after you watch that documentary, go to Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you go, probably wherever platform you're listening to Locked On Texans on, and go to the Johnson Brothers and listen to their music. And that's the that's the 2020 version of the Johnson Brothers we have here in Houston. We're definitely going to see how it plays out. Right now, we just really hope everybody is abiding by the rules that the city is putting in place please try not to go out if you don't have to i also want to let you guys know that go to get ready for this clemson star quarterback trevor lawrence and his girlfriend started a gofundme page to try to help coronavirus victims isn't that nice yeah that's that's real special that's real special the ncaa ruled to shut it down no (laughs) NCAA once again. No. Rules over everyone. Why? Like, what sense does that make? 
That's just the National College Athletic Association doing what they do best. It's not controlling, not helping. It's not their money. They're not keeping it for themselves. They're trying to help victims and families who have been affected by this coronavirus. Mm. Mm. You would think that's the right thing to do, but uh, once again, the NCAA strikes. I wanted to put that out there. But seriously, for the people here in Houston, all you Texans fans listening, do what you have to do. Uh, I, myself, I'm one of those essential employees. So all of us essential employees, you know, make sure that we're getting to work, doing what we got to do and get back home to our families, staying safe and out of the way. And honestly, man, for those who are not able to work right now, they are, HEB is hiring right now. And I believe Amazon is hiring as well. So if you're not able to work at your job that you were initially at, you know, make sure you go file that unemployment, but also check out some of those jobs like HEB, like Amazon, who is currently hiring uh, for emergency employees to get some of this stuff done because we all need one another. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at some sports guy. Uh, don't forget to follow the Locked On Texans page at Locked On Texans on Twitter as well. And I'm Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, stay safe, stay sanitized, stay sane. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.